Hey guys, today is another day to be grateful you woke up to live your life. This is Cody Selbert, and this is Build Your Alpha podcast. If you don't already, please follow our Instagram page at Build Your Alpha. Each week, I'm going to talk about different areas of personal well-being that I've found have really helped me to begin to feel more comfortable and find more enjoyment in my own life. And I really hope that my experiences and the tips that I've picked up along the way so far will help you achieve your own enjoyment and your own comfort. The idea here is to help you become the best version of yourself. And I mean of yourself and who you want to be. Not anyone else's idea of you or their expectations, but your own passion and desire that you want for yourself. Each episode will be about 15 to 20 minutes, long enough for me to explain, but short enough to keep your attention the entire time. The idea around each episode will mainly focus on three areas I found to be the main driving forces in my own personal development and well-being my mental well-being, my financial well-being, and my physical well-being. For me, these were really areas I wasn't acknowledging were as important as I'm finding they are right now. Experiences that I've had and finding the importance of each and how they will hopefully help you take at least one thing away from each episode and help you look at your own life to reach the best version of who you can be. So this episode is about making yourself feel uncomfortable. Because to me, if we don't force ourselves to be uncomfortable, we're not going to grow. The biggest risk is taking no risk at all. Because you never know what you're capable of if you don't push your own limits. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm the kind of person that will always go down swinging. I'm the type of person that if I want something, someone, some opportunity, I will do what I think will allow me to get there, regardless of what that may be, whether it's a new friendship, a new relationship, a new passion or interest, or even a new career opportunity. Once I set my sights on that new, I'm going to figure out what I need and how I can get there. Don't get me wrong, everything doesn't always work out the way that I plan it, or that there aren't consequences for these actions that I take, whether a positive outcome or a negative one. However, I'm not just jumping blindly into these things. I'm calculating the consequences and the risks that come along with them. And if I feel the consequences are things I can handle and navigate, then everything's just gonna start from there. Let me really start and preface with this. All of this with the fact of the matter is there are plenty of consequences and blowback that I've had to deal with and manage because of these choices that I've made because of the things that I've wanted. There have been plenty of people that don't necessarily agree with my choices on how I've lived my life up until this point. They think that things I've pursued might not have been the best for me in the long run. The fact of the matter is sometimes they think that my outlook on people being truly good has allowed me to get hurt and allowed me to get taken advantage of or that I just didn't see things the way that they might have for whatever the reason may be. And I could really list a number of different things here, but at the end of the day, they're my decision and I have continued to move forward with them. 
But really what I can say is I feel like I have a lot fewer regrets because I have taken these risks and made myself feel uncomfortable in these situations because I calculate the risk and I've felt that the positive potential outcome from what I've wanted outweigh whatever the consequences may be. I've learned a lot from taking these shots to really shape my perspective on life and how I want to live it. I've been able to push my comfort zone to the point where my mindset's really shifted to not allowing people's opinions and thoughts of me affect what my choices are as much as I used to. And just forcing me to know who I am and what I'm doing I feel is the best for me in that time and in that situation. That during these choices and during these times, I've learned who has my back. And from learning that, I hope that I've shown those people that at the end of the day, I'm going to have their back because they were in my corner. So now I'm always going to be in theirs. So let me talk through a couple of stories here that have really shaped this way of thinking. And the fact that I am so okay with pushing my own comfort zone to the point that I do now compared to where I was. I'm going to start with probably the most controversial one of all that I think is going to be the best understood to where this mindset may be a little bit different from others. And it's the fact that I've never had a job in my entire career so far for over a year and a half, ever. It's not because I'm not loyal to an organization or I don't appreciate what a boss or a company has done for me. But when new opportunities have come up, and I felt that they're going to allow for my own growth, whether it is in my career or for me as a person, I'm going to pursue it. My first job out of college, I was selling women's handbags at Michael Kors. I really loved that job. Uh, The people I worked with were great. My bosses supported me and put me in constant opportunities to grow and allowed me to actually be one of the top salespeople in that store. But I really didn't think it was something for me in the very long term, but it allowed me to really gain some skills and gain some comfort in talking to people I'd never met. So I ended up finding a corporate nine to five job working back office for a staffing company in the area. And that opportunity gave me the chance to work on my analytical skills and process improvement. And within the first eight months, I was in charge of some of the largest contracts in our department. I was resolving payment and invoicing issues, and I was working side by side with some of our top leaders in my department. I even was on a company business trip out to visit a client and our teams out there to resolve these issues that we were having with some of these larger contracts. And mind you, at this point, I just turned 22 years old and I was the one talking to people that were over 20 years into their career and really explaining to them in as professional of a way that if we didn't get our shit together, we were going to lose a lot of money if we didn't fix what we needed to fix as quickly as we could. Then as that opportunity kept going, I didn't feel as if the opportunities and the growth that I had been discussing with them were really aligning anymore, and a new opportunity ended up falling into my lap and presenting itself 
where I would be able to do business to business sales. It was something I wasn't comfortable with straight out of college, was uncertain of if sales was really for me. But after hearing a little bit about it, I felt it was that next opportunity for me to grow and develop as a person and find out if sales was something that I wanted to pursue as a career. So I ended up leaving my first nine to five job after a year and four months. And when I first walked into my new sales role, day one, everything changed. Their need was no longer in sales. It was in temporary recruiting. And during that one-on-one meeting with my boss, I took everything with a smile as best I could. And I even remember making a joke saying, so you saying I got a job? And I was really able to, in that opportunity, switching into that recruiting role, incorporate more of my analytical skills to that position because I was able to understand how markups worked, how profits worked. So I didn't feel as if I was starting completely from scratch, which helped a little bit with the comfort, but was still very new to me. So I didn't feel super comfortable reaching out to people that I never talked to before. And it really forced me to use the skills I had, learn new skills to help the team that I was on be in the best place. And as that position continued and I kind of began to feel like I wasn't sure if the staffing world in this sense was something that I felt was going to be a career path for me. So I started to look for new job opportunities. And the first thing I did was reach out to other staffing firms to help with my search. And during that time, I ended up connecting with one staffing agency that we had multiple conversations, talking about what I wanted, talking about what they had open. And through all of that, an opportunity actually came up within their team. And talking to them and learning more about the opportunity, it was something that was going to utilize the skills that I had already gained with working with recruiting temporary employees while also allowing to be uncomfortable with business-to-business sales, as well as doing direct placement recruiting, which were two things that I hadn't had a huge amount of experience in just yet. So that uncomfortable feeling was going to be there, allowing me to continue to grow and still use the skills that I'd gained and develop those. And any of you that are familiar with what the staffing agency terms are, I was working a full desk. So... One thing led to another. I ended up leaving that temp recruiting role after just over a year and started this new position. And it really was something that I did not feel comfortable with. I had to bring out a lot of my own willingness to succeed and that drive that I had in me to be successful in this role because of how uncomfortable I was. And just continue to push those limits to try, fail, try, fail. And as that kind of continued on, I ended up falling into another job opportunity where I could be working within an organization as their own internal recruiter, being able to no longer chase talent, but bring and attract that top talent to the organization because of what I could show other people of who we are, why we do what we do, 
and really paint that picture of why the organization is so great to attract that top talent. And really, too, probably nobody's surprised at this point of the story. I ended up leaving that full desk opportunity and am now working as an internal recruiter. And I really left that job after about six months. So let me say this for anybody at this point in the episode is thinking, oh, this is just a humble brag episode. It's really not. I'm trying to show the fact that I had to continue to start almost from the beginning with each new opportunity and put in extra time because the fact that I didn't know everything. So I had to force myself to learn to understand different things and really become that go-to person that if I stayed in each role prior, I wouldn't have needed to develop these new skills. And if I didn't take that chance to almost start over again and again to struggle and to continually learn, I don't think I really would have gotten to where I am right now. I mean, I know I have a long way to go before I'm even going to feel content in my own career. But one thing that has really shaped this outlook that I have, and I even use it in my own life outside of my career, is a piece of advice I got from a mentor I had in college. What he told me was, don't ever run away from something. Always run towards something. This is a piece of advice I will always have in the back of my mind and I really think is going to continue to impact every decision that I make. I'm always going to try to continue to run towards things, towards developing myself and new skills so that I am continuing to put myself in uncomfortable situations and it's really, I feel, part of the reason I've been able to find each new opportunity with such short tenure from past jobs. Now, a quick story, non-career focus to show that making yourself feel uncomfortable isn't just about career development, but your own development. And this is really a testament to my mother, who has always been somebody that has continued to push me to do new things and to meet new people. And whenever I would tell her growing up that I didn't want to do something or know I was scared or that I wouldn't like it every single time she would come back and tell me how do you know that have you tried it and really the biggest example of this and how it's impacted me was when I was a kid I was four years old and I will say I don't actually remember this, but unfortunately, my mother has a VHS tape of it happening. She had me try out to learn to skate for hockey, and it was on a team with kids that were six years to 10 years old. At the time, I was probably two foot nothing, and these kids were just skating legit over me without any thought in their mind. And during that first practice, I remember skating, falling over to her and holding on to the boards for dear life and telling her I wanted to quit. But she wouldn't let me. She told me that I wouldn't know if I liked it if I quit. And she made me play that entire year. 
So now fast forward over 20 years later, and hockey has really been one of the biggest pieces of my life that has an, had an impact on who I am and where I am now. I've gotten to play in so many cities. I've gotten to meet so many great people. And many of those people, I feel I am the closest closest with because of that bond that I've made with them from playing. And it's really all because my mother didn't let me be comfortable and not take that challenge or take that risk to find something new. And she really may have been the one that has instilled this desire to find places for me to be uncomfortable for my own development, which has gotten me to where I am and how I've met the people in my life and why I feel so okay with being uncomfortable now when I didn't growing up. And it's something that came over time and saying really yes to new things, to meeting new people, trying different things. And a reason that I am okay with doing things on my own, starting on social sports teams, signing up by myself rather than relying on other friends to make a team so I would meet new people. Or when I go out with friends that I have to a bar and there's a huge line, I'll be the one to walk directly up to the bouncer to see if we can get in and cut the line. To me, it's as simple as a yes or no question of can we get in? Where's the bouncer's going to do? Tell me to fuck off and get back in line. Okay, started where where we started. But it's these small risks that to me, because I've always put myself in places now to continue to feel uncomfortable time and time again, that the way I see it is take the chance, see how the cards play out, and then go from there. So the question that I want to end this episode is, when was the last time you were uncomfortable? When did you take that calculated risk for your own interest and development? How long has it been? What do you feel has been keeping you from taking these risks and making yourself feel uncomfortable because that feeling of being uncomfortable may be the opportunity for that growth for you to reach that untapped person that you can be so that's it i really hope you guys got something from my thoughts on being uncomfortable and taking what you feel are these calculated risks these are things that i think can force you because they force me to achieve and to be someone that I never thought I could be and I hope they allow you to be somebody you have never thought you could be so I'm really looking forward to hearing your guys' thoughts your feelings and your opinions on this episode please leave a comment follow us on on social media at build your alpha and I hope you guys listen next week but until then take every day as a blessing because the next isn't guaranteed so take that chance Be authentic and always know you are the only you.